Hello, everybody. You guys are coming in in the middle of a debate between Will and I right now. Um, this is the one of the next. We're going to record like three episodes in the next two days. Because um, we got to make a dent in what we want to talk about. I forgot to mention as well. Um, though when I was talking about our recording schedule for like the next month, I forgot to mention that on May fourth and May fifth. Guardians 3 comes out too. Yeah. That's right. So there's a lot. There's a lot still coming out. Oh, dude, I forgot Guardians is coming out. Yeah, I know. Which I'm actually really excited for. Oh yeah. Dude, I love those trailers when like the song they're playing <clears throat> and the first one is like woo, woo, woo. I'm like, ma, this is amazing. Like I love Guardians. Well, yeah, that and uh the Ant-Man trailer. I listened to Yellow Brick Road. Um, when I lift now. Yeah. I love I that to, song. I listen to I'm Still Standing. That's a great song, too. I actually haven't been wearing headphones recently in the gym, and I think I look like a crazy man because, like, I'm, like, running around in a weight vest and doing, like, pull-ups and push-ups, and with no, like, when you see people in, like, the gym without headphones, you're like, this person's crazy. Yeah, I used to, the first, like, two years I lifted, I didn't wear headphones. And then I got them and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then now there's sometimes where I forget to even start my music and I just have headphones in and nothing is playing. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm like, I'm like standing in between a set of something and I'm like, it's really quiet. I'm like, oh yeah. Cause I did not hit play on any of my music. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I kind of like it. Cause I think I'm more focused <clears throat> without it. I think I get more done. Yeah. I would I would agree with that statement unless if I'm like trying to like lift heavy things then like I'll play music then like it's just like a ton of like hard style music yeah all of your crazy anime music that you're listening to I've seen your playlists man I can't pronounce any of the titles I couldn't either <laughs> um but yeah you should watch anime it's good um no, I wanted it. So we're, what we were debating about, I want to talk about it briefly just because I think it's so funny. You don't have to say anything about it, but I want to. Um, they did a congressional hearing the other day with uh, TikTok because TikTok is owned by ByteDance and ByteDance is a Chinese-owned uh, company. And, oh my God, there, there were videos coming out of uh, the CEO of TikTok at Congress and, like, while I do think that, like, TikTok does have, like, some shady parts of it, oh, my God. The boomers out there that are, like, oh, TikTok is bad. Meanwhile, they spend, like, three hours on Facebook and they're, like, oh, this is so great. I'm, like, Facebook yeah. is selling probably twice the amount of data that you have to yourself. Like, but you're, like, oh, it's great because it's an American-owned company. Like, the stuff that they're talking about with TikTok, we're, like, oh, it's owned by, um, like, we have a American-soiled third third uh what is it third party that uh monitors your data and where it gets and how it gets managed and it's called project texas and then one of the dudes in congress was like hey hey this is america okay we don't like the word project texas i'm like you have got to be joking right now <laughs> there's no way you're complaining about this dude and then some of the boomers out there were like one guy asked uh, the ceo of tiktok he was like does TikTok have access to the home Wi-Fi network? I'm like, we can't be asking these questions. And he's like, 
if the Wi-Fi on your phone is turned on, then yes, TikTok would have access to your home network. And he's like, now why would that happen? Why would it need access to the home Wi-Fi network? I'm like, who let these people <laughs> represent us when they don't know how Wi-Fi even works? Like nobody really knows. Like, I mean, like obviously some technical people know how Wi-Fi works, but like if the Wi-Fi is turned on on your phone, it's going to connect to it. I'm watching this stuff. And then, okay, this is the last thing I want to say. There was some, one of the representatives down in Florida. This is why I love America. I can just like openly rag on these people and like, I mean, maybe get like a slap on the wrist, but like I'm a hundred percent okay with it. One of the representatives down from Florida, she was saying like, there was a video uploaded on TikTok and I'm not condoning. Oh, I've this, seen, I've but seen it was like this. Yeah. It was the CG model of like a gun getting fired, and like it was like me at this like some event or something is like me as me AF at this uh, event, and this lady was like, "How are you able to guarantee the safety and data of 150 million users when you can't guarantee the safety of the people in this room?" I'm like, "Lady, if you had any idea what was going on on Twitter and Reddit right now, you would implode." <laughs> Because yeah. that is some pretty vanilla stuff that's happening on TikTok compared to Reddit. Like, if they found what was on Reddit, they'd be like, oh my god, this is a barren wasteland of things. Yeah, Reddit is... It's... Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm so glad... Hole. I'm so glad I deleted my Reddit account. I was like, god, the people on here are just sad. Oh, well, yeah, if you think that's sad, then go over to Twitter, because I'm sure that's not getting any better. Elon Musk is like, oh yeah, I'll just let anyone create their own Twitter handle and then be verified. You have all these like insulin, like these people acting as insulin companies, like we're lowering our prices to one dollar for <laughs> insulin tablets. Everyone's like, what? That's awful. It's it's terrible, but it's hilarious because that's how it should be. I dude, just watching uh. the videos of like the con- the congressman and congresswoman talk about um, like they're just like berating on the tiktok ceo and they're like asking him questions and he wasn't even like they weren't even allowing him to answer and they're saying stuff like have you instructed your workers to change the source code of the algorithm and i'm like explain to me what you just asked him to do because you just said like two things that you probably have no idea how they even work i'm like looking at like this 90 year old dude who's sitting in an office who probably doesn't even know how to like change the password on his phone he's like explain to me how you need to change the algorithm of your source code i'm like if he even tried to, you would be like over your head. This is just an example of why we need younger people in government. I, that's all I wanted to say. I thought it was some of the funniest things though. I thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Like they just, they look like absolute clowns. And while I don't think TikTok is like, I do think every social media company has some shady side to it where like they're selling your data. I don't think that comes to any surprise, but yeah, it was I, like when, when Snowden leaked, it's like the NSA is spying on you and all the old people were like, what? And all the young people were like, yeah, no kidding, dude. Like, what, what do you think yeah. they're doing? <laughs> this just in the sky is blue. <laughs> I remember that being funny. Cause I remember dad being like, what <laughs> you and I are like, what do you mean? They're like, of course they're probably spying us with our data. <sighs> Listen, here's what I'd, here's what I'll say, and we can get away from like political stuff, but if the internet existed back when the founding fathers wrote the constitution, I guarantee you, I'm sorry, cover yours, there'd be some shit in there where it's like, 
you need to write a love letter to the president every third Wednesday of the month saying how they're the greatest <laughs> president to have existed. Like if we had our hands on that, they totally would have been like, I know that like, since it was the internet wasn't invented and it didn't become like a thing where it was like used for like free speech and uh, just like privatized companies could have used them over like the government. Oh my God. If the government had their hands on it. Oh gosh. I can't even imagine what it would look like nowadays. But that's yeah. all I wanted to say because I thought it was hilarious. That's the most political. Well, I'll probably get more political at another point, but actually, probably cool. not the Last of Us. But oh yeah, um, um but yeah, we this talk? week, Mando, Mando, yeah, oh yeah, I, I don't remember, man. You went on a tirade for like ten minutes. Yeah, um, I mean, Mando yawn, Bad Batch, great. I thought I screwed up. I guess I thought Bad Batch's season finale was this past week. I'm okay with it because we got another great episode before the finale, which is probably going to be great as well. Okay, so the, I sent you the pictures, but yeah, the official Instagram account for the Bad Batch posted the wrong pictures. Like every Thursday, they post like stream this week's episode of the Bad Batch. They posted next week's pictures because I was looking through them and I'm like, was I like not paying attention throughout the episode because I don't remember seeing these things in there. So I yeah, won't say so... them, but I sent them to you. Um, <clears throat> but like they showed a couple things and I was like, yo, this I'm is going to be really good. We haven't been wrong. We were not wrong in something, the stuff we predicted. That's true. But um, Mando. Yeah. Um, probably. I mean, I don't know. So chapter, so season three, episode four, called the 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 foundling. Yep. Um, Wow. I guess overall reactions first. Okay. So I kind of want to say it's the best of the season, but again, it's like it's not really compared to much. Yeah, and this is my thing. I I liked it when I first saw it. But the more I think about it and the more like we talked to Drew, you and I have been, we're messaging Drew on Instagram last night. We have a little group chat with the three of us. The more I like think about it, the more I'm like, I'm not disappointed in the episode. I'm just disappointed in the season because I enjoy mm-hmm. the episode. Like, cause like, let's, we, we, we called it. We knew what it was going to be about. It was going to be the order 66 episode where we learn about Grogu. We figure out who saved Grogu that we're going to talk about that later because I love what they did with that. Um, and I, I don't think I've seen a single person mad about it. Oh, I know some people are furious. Are they red average Reddit users? Well, they're probably mad that it wasn't the Jedi that they were hoping it was going to be. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that Jedi as well, yeah. because I, we're going to talk about Moving the Jedi forward. more. Anyways. I liked it. Um, it's there are people like, oh, I'm really enjoying this season of Mando. I'm like, dude, I don't know what it is, but I am just like, I'm not it was good. It. I'm like, it's like it's. I Average. I will tune in. I will always tune into Star Wars content, no matter even if I don't like it. I'm probably still going to tune in for it. But like, there's something about this season. I'm just like, all right, thirty minutes came and went. It was okay. I liked it. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, I, I've been saying this for four weeks now. We're like, this has just been average to below average 
Mando content, and it's been a little disappointing, uh, to say the least for me, just because I had, I had really high expectations coming back in, which I guess is my fault after like coming off of season one and season two, but like, those were such, such above average like Star Wars content shows that like I was like, wow, this is really good because, uh, season one of Mando was like really the first bit of storytelling that we got that like it felt different from the rest and then star wars like reached its peak where we're actually like coming up on year three of it um with the siege of mandalore and that yeah. was like in my opinion when star wars like really really reached its peak of storytelling um yeah. but now like when we talk into like getting like creative like coming up with like creative stories i think Andor like reached a peak with that but then yeah season two of mando i found it like another interesting bit to talk about but now with this season, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's been a little dull. It just feels cobbled together, like, like I don't in see the, the episode, direction. I well, I see the direction, but it took us halfway through the season to get there, and we're gonna talk about part other parts of the episode. But like, the big thing in this episode was Order sixty six, and like, it was really cool, and I loved seeing it. But like, sorry, you want to? Yeah. No, you keep rolling to yours. I just feel like this season we're like figure they're figuring out ways to like jam bits of story and like okay well we got to talk about Bo-Katan well we got to talk about Grogu because we got to get like that in but we got to finish up we got to set up Pirate King Gorian Shard we got to check in with Grief Cargo we got to check in with Pelimoto we got to do it's like they're trying to figure like they just cobbled these first four episodes seems like they they shot a bunch of content like cool we have all of this content in front of us how are we going to put it together and they just like jerry rigged it all together like duct taped it and put some twine around it because like i swear to god I, I i sent you this text i'm like the armor like like in stars does her job of like hammering stuff anybody nearby has like war flashbacks because like grog was sitting there and just like Ooh. and then he goes back to order 66 i was like i i didn't mind it because i thought it was yeah. kind of funny i'm like this i did is too. kind of and i was like i'm like of course I'm, as soon as she started hammering it's like the music starts playing i'm like we're gonna I know where this is war. going. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a war flashback. Here we go. <laughs> Here's what I will say. Um, like the more that like I'm seeing, and I know I say this every time, like it comes back on screen. Um, and I'm sure some people are sick of it, but I honestly will never complain about it. I love the things that we get that are related to Order sixty six that expand upon even more of like what's happening. We might as well jump into it. So, um, we found out that Grogu got saved by it anakin wasn't involved in attacking him it was just only the 501st which i mean a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be like that uh recording that obi-wan saw um but it wasn't and he got saved by kellerin jedi kellerin who <laughs> kellerin back by. ahmed best my man i think that's really dude like okay i think one of the greatest this is gonna sound dumb but you know what to me I think one of the greatest honors that you can achieve in life is playing a Jedi. Oh yeah, dude. Well, think about okay. So like, like I this is like kind of sad, but like the one kid, like who was it was in a college shooting. He saved a bunch of people, but he died. His name was Riley Howell. He was a giant Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. like the Star Wars people honored him in like a visual or like a dictionary. I think it might be the visual dictionary I have. I could maybe go check at some point later today, but like they honored him. He's like he was a Jedi historian named 
Riley how or whatever mm-hmm. they named him he like he's immortalized as like a Star Wars knowledge keeper and like that is like the highest honor and like I mean rest in peace he, to him but like he worked he like had a similar job to Joe Costa knew and he like it was R-I-L-I like Riley yep. and then like Howell or something <laughs> and I, I I that's like I know it's gonna sound so dumb but I feel like that's like the greatest honor that I could ever achieve in my life is like you're a Jedi and I yes like that's so cool. So yeah, I'm at best. I mean, he got ragged on uh, along with all of the other um, prequel trilogy actors, but I mean, he had it like the worst. Um, which honestly, he should get more credit because he really was doing Avatar oh. type of no, 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 no. He was doing Avatar type of like film work before Avatar yeah. even existed. So he's doing it in like the '90s. Like to ha- to have to do that when like you're in that type of environment when it's arguably that was like the first major motion picture to ever even do something like that he deserves far more credit than people are giving him i'm not disagreeing the fact that he was ragged on but i dude i just think about like the way people traded jake lloyd and how that guy turned out that is like that's just deplorably bad it's it's not a competition i mean no it's not yeah you could say either for both but um yeah so it's i'm at best just playing uh keller and beck I love seeing in Order 66, though, just like I say it every time, but I love seeing just how much the galaxy changes from that one singular event from the clones. I it makes me so like I was getting just inside. I was so excited seeing them fly away on the speeder bike. And there is a lat gunship flying through the city of like like going down the train tunnel trying to shoot them down i was like i love this so much because i thought it was i mean it completely throws off like the pace of like what was happening in like mando but like i get that it's more context for grogu's backstory but i loved that where it's flying through the city just shooting them down trying to kill them i was like this is one of the coolest things and then also when they finally make it to uh, the rendezvous point, they're at a Naboo uh, starship. Yes. I was like, what are these guys doing here? Yeah, I know. I was like, holy moly. And well, the thing is like, so I watched yesterday um, when I got home from work, I was watching um, Alex Damon, Star Wars explain. He explained why Keller and Beck was the perfect person to save Grogu, or, um, Grogu because he start he started in like the like Jedi. Oh, it was on the YouTube Star Wars kids channel um jedi adventure or something like that where he was like it was like a game show pseudo game show for like young kids but on my best was like keller and jedi master keller and beck and like it makes perfect sense that his sole job was to save younglings the whole time and dude, i'll be honest dude, he was a badass when he came out he's mm-hmm. just mowing down clone troopers with using two sabers oh dude i was like this man this man goes hard I know so many people are pissed that it wasn't Mace Windu. <laughs> I know really? so many. Yeah, I saw some people that were like, I wanted it to be Mace Windu. Oh my like, God. You are so dumb. Smooth, smooth brain. I'm sorry. Like people, you can have your own opinion. Like it's all valid, but like, I'm sorry. You're just smooth brain if you wanted it to be Mace Windu. It, exactly. I'm I'm 100% okay with it being other Jedi. Now here's what I'll say though. I, and I say it every time though, this isn't anything against Ahmed Best, but like the more Jedi that survive Order 66, it does cheapen the blow to me. It does. Um, and I because I like this. seeing it, I like seeing it as like an extinction level event. And now I can yeah. count probably on two fingers, two fingers, two hands. Two um, fingers. <laughs> yeah. I can count on two hands probably how many Jedi have survived it now. 
Well, it used to be two fingers. It did. Yoda and Obi-Wan. That was it. It started with two fingers. And I mean, I guess it makes sense that more survive because like there's no way you can kill all of them. But like, I want to know like the number of like the percentage wise. I do. I like two percent. Like if there are two percent of Jedi that survived, and like say there was two hundred Jedi, like okay. I mean, mm. I don't know why I can't do math right now. Then that only four. be two Jedi. Yeah, that'd only be four Jedi. Okay. Well, th- hopefully there's a lot more. I don't know how many Jedi there are around in <clears throat> the galaxy. The yeah. Like there had to, I think there's gotta be at least a thousand for this to like actually like make feel me an impact. Feel- yeah. Like cause then like because it's like okay, like, oh well there's it's a small order of five hundred. I'm like, okay, well now we're like encroaching on territory. We're like Ah, well, was this really all that effective? Exactly. But yeah, I I kind of get what you're saying there. Um, I'm I'm wondering, just because like I feel like the three that like I'm 100 percent okay with surviving is Yoda, Obi Wan, Ahsoka, and then like we get into Kanan, which is pretty good. Like if you did yeah, Ezra I'm, count. I'm Ezra wasn't around for Order 66, bro. Oh. Well, that shows how much I pay attention to Rebels. Um, oh. um Cal Kestis, I, I'm, I'm okay, okay with for a certain point. Um, this dude cannot that, survive forever, though. Everybody in I, Star Wars lives forever. It blows my mind. I, so the, he said that Cal Mahanigan said that he wanted the, there to be a third game, so obviously he doesn't die in this one. I'm hoping it ends at a trilogy, though, and he does die. That's just dude. He's, I'm gonna be honest. He's there's no way they kill him off without him popping up in a TV show or a movie. Like there's no I, way you cast a guy and you put him through the mocap so he looks just the same in a video game, not to pull him over to, for a live action because like they're like, oh, we can get people to see this. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's unfortunate, but those are like the ones that like I'm mostly okay with. And like when we get past outside of that, so here's the thing that makes me excited. Those I want to know what happened after Keller and saved Grogu. Like I want to see. Like, where were they going? Were they going to Naboo? Were they going somewhere else? What did what happened to him? Did he die? Yeah, yeah that's what I want to know. I, I actually, yeah, I want to know what happened to Kellerin because we know then Yoda ends up on Arvana Seven. Grogu ends up on Arvana Seven. I say Yoda. Yeah. Ah, same thing, Baby Yoda. It's the Baby Yoda show. <laughs> but um, that was like the only like good part of the episode to me. I but oh god, I loved seeing the five oh first and I loved seeing them just fly through the city and the gunship just shooting them down. I that was I was like This is so this, cool. Is like this is like the equivalent of like a Blackhawk helicopter, an Apache helicopter chasing a suburban down an interstate, shooting at them, and people are just like, What is happening? More like chasing a bicycle down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a guy, um, like Harry, but it's like Hagrid getting chased with the little sidecar, and Harry's next to him, and there's a gun, like a helicopter coming behind him, shooting missiles at them. Literally, I lo- I love Order sixty six just because I love how it changes the galaxy, which is why I love Bad Batch so much. Bad Batch and Andor are like just two heavy hitters of like why it makes me love it even more. Because it shows like the change of the like it's like you said it shows the change of the galaxy like the galaxy's changing and these characters have to figure out how to live through this change 
because order 66 feels way more impactful now that like they're actually expanding upon it because in i people are like oh i cry when i see order 66 and revenge of the sith i'm like i don't really get emotional i watch it i'm like okay this is just happening the only time i like the only time i've gotten super super emotional that's happened was during the siege of mandalore because yeah. like you actually like i felt like i connected with all of those characters that had happened to so the clones bro god i love dude I'll always say the moment that Rex fired at Ahsoka, like the moment that he shot the blasters, that's the moment that the Republic died. Damn. And I def- I stand by that. Like the moment he started shooting, I'm like, this is when the Republic officially died. So this is how Liberty dies. But that was like the only interesting part for the episode. Everything else then is just uh, like training Grogu and then like them... Okay, uh, so the one of the like main conflicts of the episode was uh, Paz Vizsla's kid got yoinked up by like one of like these dragons, and I'm sitting here thinking I'm like, like oh this is another this has happened a couple other times I'm like, why haven't you moved yet? If like this is like a multiple occurring thing, like why, why don't you have you like guards? Move? Why don't you have guards out on a, like on an outpost like looking like oh there's a dragon coming? Everybody get inside now. Well, did they just pick the worst spot on the planet? They're like, oh, the little, like, lake outside our house. There's actually a big, like, eel Loch Ness monster inside there. And then also there's these dragons that can fly in from the sky and capture them. So like, did you guys just pick the worst plot of land, like, in Dude, the on the planet? I'm convinced the Mandalorians are the dumbest. I, like, we're going to get into this because we talked about this with Drew, and he stated it perfectly. Um we were talking and he's like, I feel like Mandalorians, the training scene, I feel like I'm watching a bad fan fiction and a bunch of cosplayers running around. Like they're just shooting guns into the water for no reason. Like yeah. there's, there's a crocodile in there. Are you trying to piss it off and have it come out and eat you? It's like, what do we learn anything? And like, it, and you like, I'll let you say the thing about the daylight thing, but um, it was just like, it, it looks so, it looks so corny. It's like, what yeah it's like, what are we doing it's like grog was hopping around like give you give you and i'm like oh no i thought that was kind of funny i was like i mean sure he'll jump around and do it every once i think it's i mean i like i like seeing the puppet jump around instead of like the cg yoda where yeah no i do too they're going to christopher lee and they probably taped a tennis ball to a stick and they were just like all right fight the stick christopher lee i love christopher lee yeah, but the the thing that irks me the most is um, I mean, this is gonna sound like a minor complaint, but I hate seeing Mandalorians like with like bright, colorful armor, like walking around the outside in broad daylight. It kind of just ruins like the mysticism and like I said it to you and Drew yesterday in a text, but I was like, the first two, and I know I said it last week, but the first two seasons of Mando, it felt like. Dave and John, I think more so John, they're like, this is what we imagined Boba Fett was like, like during the uh, original trilogy. And this is like one of their main inspirations for the show. Um, And I get that the story is like about Mando, like he was a cold hearted, calculated bounty hunter. Now he's warming up and he's showing more humanity to himself. But oh my god just seeing like these mandos walk around in broad daylight and they're like shooting their guns in like hot pink and neon green and like i'm just looking at like this just i'm not you're not intimidating to me anymore like if i see a mandalorian i'm be like i'm not 
afraid of you because you're walking at me in hot pink armor or something or some colorful thing. Like, I feel like this is just such a nitpicky thing and I realize it is, but just as a fan, I enjoy seeing like monotone, darker colors, like the silver Beskar, Bo-Katan's Night Owl Blue, Boba Fett's um, like dark green green that, that got introduced last season. Um, And then just like, darker shades i don't know it sounds like such a dumb complaint but it just it kind of like you said it feels like a fan fiction i'm like seeing all these people and i'm like i think the first convention well yeah the only other the only other mando gear that like i think would be cool to see would either be like all black or all white like i think those would be two two ones that like i'd be like that's kind of a cool unique take on it but then the rest i'm like ugh. I don't know, like, just the Mando, the Mandalorians to me aren't, like, Mando used to be him and that guy. Like, he was that guy. Dude, in Book of Boba Fett, he was that guy. When he well, cut the dude in half on the table. Yeah, when he showed up like, that pig slaughterhouse, um, like, when you see him walking behind, like, the clear panels, like, before he walks in there, I'm like, oh, he is back. Like, the dude is back. Also, what happened to his spear? uh didn't, he, he gave it to um the armor because there's no you can't use beskar isn't supposed to be an offensive weapon and that's what she forged into grogu's little chainmail that chain. he wears and i forgot he was wearing that they like showed it again i was like oh yeah he has the chainmail armor yeah but um, no. they got rid of the spear but yeah i, I want to jump in defense. here because what you're saying, it's like, we talked about this with Batman. Like, Batman only, he's he's only good in, like, a winter, like, a, a stormy night. And, like, you could do it, like, in a, but, like, nobody wants to see Batman in the daylight. You don't want to see Batman during the daytime. You don't want to see Batman during, like, well, I mean, Fourth you can maybe July. Just, yeah, it's not like Batman's, like, flying around fireworks. Like, oh, it's a warm, nice night. Well, now that we say that, that would be kind of cool. Actually, that would be kind of cool. But, like, it's Batman in the daytime. Like, you don't have Batman out in the middle of the day, like, fighting crime. He'd look like a freaking idiot it's like Mm -hmm. what's wrong with this guy like oh here's another average la resident running around yeah i i mean like i know it sounds so nitpicky it's like mandos aren't allowed to go out in daylight no they definitely are but like i just i don't know something about it just feels off to me it just feels so off i don't know where the disconnect was because in the last well in book of boba fett let's say the last season of mando in book of boba fett um like when we see Mando, I'm like, he still like has that presence on the screen where I'm like, this dude is still him and he is like a hundred percent still that bounty hunter. This season I'm like, do I I don't really feel the same about that with you, and I don't know why I do for some reason. Yeah, no, it's I don't know what it is. I, it's again, I it's the writing, man. This story has made no sense. Like, are you setting Bo Katan up to be a good guy? Are you setting her up to be a bad guy? Are you setting up a love story? Are what are we doing? What did we? What was the whole chorus? Nothing. We were just doing that to show that like Moff Gideon's still out there. You could have done that in a much better way. You wasted a fifty-minute episode on some two people gallivanting around Coruscant in like an Andor light-esque way. Not like it's Andor light, like Miller light, like like there's Budweiser and there's Bud Light. It's like okay, like what are we doing right now? Yeah, I don't, I can't really tell, like, what the final conflict of the season is going to be. Like, I don't know, I, I know, I don't know how to phrase this without, like, sounding They like haven't followed up, they've, they've set up a bunch of things, but they haven't followed up on anything. Like, I thought they were going to follow up on that Mythosaur thing a little more hardcore than they have, but, like, it's, they, they've been everywhere since then. 
I mean, they're going to get to it because she mentioned to the armor. She's like, I've seen one like in person. And she was like, oh, you're probably someone in a dream or you're hallucinating or some crap like that. But um, like, I don't know like what the final end, like I hate to say battle conflict is going to be, but I'm like, I don't know who it's going to be against. Like, I have no idea who it's going to be. Like, I have a feeling like Bo-Katan and Mando are going to lead them towards it. But I don't know who it's going to be towards because with the first season, we knew that like there were bounty hunters and the Empire that were after Grogu. Same thing in season two, but more so the Empire that was after him and Mando had to get him to a Jedi. With this, I'm like, somebody's going to rule Mandalore or somebody's going to lead the Mandalorians and somebody's going to ride the Mythosaur. Yeah. I don't know who that's going to be. And like, I, maybe that's good on that part where it's like, I don't know who it's going to be, but it just doesn't feel as neat as it used to be. Well, it's because it's taken such a backseat. Like that may be the that real plot, but like we've spent so much time with auxiliary plot points. It's like, are we actually doing this? Or are you setting this up for a, a season four and yeah. a season five? again i will i will 100 percent stand by this um and like this is me just saying it like off the rip right now but i think i we've mentioned if you haven't been listening and this is the first episode you're listening to we've said multiple times that we think book of boba fett screwed up the story of this season and here's what i'll say i think i'll, I'll revise what i've been saying earlier i think the mandalorian itself should have been a three-season show. First two seasons stay the same that they were. Grogu leaves at the end of season two. Third season, six out of the eight episodes are focused towards um, Mando being alone by himself, and then we see Grogu training with Luke. It's like a Luke. It's like a Mando, Mando by himself over here. Luke and Grogu over here training. Six episodes devoted to that. End of season three, they reunite together. Then the next story proceeding on, you can either make a new Mandalorian show where it's focused on other Mandalorians and not just the Mandalorian. And it's like like the quest for Mandalore, like I've always the said. The warriors like, of, yeah. Yeah, War- something like that. Um, or like uh, the Creed of Mandalore or something or whatever, the Creed of Mandalorians. Uh, but make a new show off of that because, again, like I – one of the biggest issues with like TV shows, like – Young Justice is a prime example is like it has so many great earlier seasons but then like the more that come out like it's like ruining like the quality of that show and I come back to rewatch it's like I'll still love those early seasons but then when I get to like the back half I'm like I don't want to watch these seasons because I don't enjoy them it's like Arrow and the Flash dude the Flash is on season nine it is the last season oh my god they realize they're like oh we need to be done with this oh my god six seasons too late yeah, I know. The sh- and the Flash was like prime like DC content for like season one, two, three, and then like people can make an argument for four. I know because they shifted away then from like speedster villains, which was a probably a good thing for them to do. But yeah, it was the same. It's like Barry, the first three seasons. I need to run faster. It's like yes, we understand. But Arrow, <laughs> well dude, aware. Arrow. I rem- I will never forget our Arrow. Like I think I was like a freshman in high school. And, like you and I would just watch Arrow episodes on the weekend. I love Arrow. That's a great show. I love the, I love, dude, this, sorry, spoilers, but dude, season three, when he, Oliver gets killed at the mid-season finale, like, yeah. me, and, me in eighth grade, I was like, what? He can't yeah. die. It's kind of funny how they kind of turned Arrow into Batman. 
They did because yeah, like, they used Rayshawn Cool. Yeah, I was like, he's like, I'm being trained by Rayshawn Cool. I'm like, of course you are, because they can't ha- they can't use Batman, so they're gonna make this guy into the closest thing. You know, Batman is king, literally. But, um, and that's I don't know. That's just I'm afraid with like the more seasons that come out, I just it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous because I don't know what I understand that like it's bridging the gap between the sequels and um, the original trilogy. And I understand that it's building towards the cloning of Palpatine. Like the shows that are like impact it the most are bad batch and um, Man- Man- the Mandalorian. Now the bad batch is progressing that story. So, so good. It's not only progressing Palpatine's cloning story, but it's progressing the transition to the galactic civil war. So well, and it's progressing the story. You see, like, individual stories as well. Like, there are things where people are like, I, I get frustrated. People are like, oh, it's not helping the overall story. It's like, yeah, but is it, like, a good story to follow? Or is it, like, are you just watching it for that reason? But, like, the story of the Bad Batch, the story of Crosshair is so freaking good right now. And, like, the story of seeing all the people, like, oh, my God, we can settle down. It's like, nah, our boy's calling us. Like, do we trust him? It's like, I think we should trust him. I Like, he's helping. He's, he's, Crosshair's saying, plan 88. They're coming for the girl. And they're like, He's like, our boys, like, and like, you know, he may have screwed us over, but that's still our brother at the end. Like, we got to go get him. I'm like, I'm like pounding my chest. I'm like, let's go. Let's get the clones back. Hauser's back. We saved a uh, bunch of clones. Oh my God. When I saw that. Hauser. I was, so, I was so happy to see Hauser back. So spoilers for uh, the last episode what? of Bad Batch. But like, dude, I saw him. I didn't like recognize him at first. I was like, that looks like Hauser. And then they said to like, make sure Hauser gets on the ship. I'm like, oh, he made it. I didn't know what happened to him after last season. Dude, I like, when I think about like my favorite list, like my list of favorite characters um, in Star Wars, I think I just have to put the clones at like number three or something or like number There's four so ever. Number four, like I can't list like I'm like God I could like they'd probably take up like majority of my list, but because I mean it's probably like I am starting to love every character on the Bad Batch like I love Wrecker I love I mean Hunter Easy everyone loves him I am starting to like Tech a lot more now um, dude I love I Echo I, man oh yeah Echo's great but then like you got to talk about Fives I love Fives Rex is an easy one I think Cody is on if we're talking about Bad Batch I think Cody's on that planet um where they're going to. I kind you of think like so? I do. Well, like he just dropped off the face of the earth after that second, the third episode. That's true. And we haven't seen him since. If we're bringing Hauser back, dude, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Cody like outlashed against the Empire after they did that mission together, and then they were like, "All right, nope, you're getting decommissioned, and you're getting taken." Because nobody knew what was happening to the clones. No, like yeah. some of them were just vanishing off the board. Yeah. So that's what I just. Ugh. I just want to say that we're getting into Bad Batch, <laughs> but like, dude, Bad Batch, I'm for right now. I know Soka is still coming out later this year, and Visions as well. So, but Bad Batch is the best Star Wars show of this year so far. Yeah, and it's because, not really close. No, it's not close because Mandalorian, like, if, unless they pick up their game and like really put out the next four episodes are fire. I like. Again, this Whoa. bad. This, I'm gonna call this a bad batch syndrome because the first two seasons, like the first half, you're like, okay, like I'm enjoying this. This is fun content. I'm not. There's not a whole lot into it. The last half of the season is just like heater, heater. The first heater. two ep- the first two episodes after the mid season finale were a little slow. I love how we're doing a yeah. review right now. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. Whatever. We're, yeah, whatever. We're talking about it after the finale. But back to Mando. Um, 
yeah, chicken foundlings. Them. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. Like, I was gonna say that. Foundlings. <sighs> yeah, when they said they're like, we have three more, I was like, you no, don't save these dumb birds. I'm sorry. Let them be free. Like, oh, we have like they're gonna feed them. Like when they say foundlings, I'm like, what are you gonna do? Give this freaking bird a gun and be like, all right, we'll shoot at each other now. It's like, what are you? I dude, I'm I'm gonna be honest, didn't is kind of becoming a momo because the way he just says things we have foundlings that's called using your head i'm like who are you you're a dude who got a guy cut in half in a door now you're just like we have three foundlings i i don't know i feel like we're like in the minority too because i think a lot of people are like enjoying the season dude i uh... I understand they're enjoyable elements of. The, I'm not saying that I hate Mandalorian. They're enjoyable elements. They're just being like utilized in the weirdest ways. And like the, I don't know how this was. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't like being negative on Star Wars because all I want to do is like, like how we were just excited about Bad Batch. I want to be that way about the Mandalorian, but it's just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that shows that we're not only star you can never satisfy a star wars fan though and it, that's like the truest statement i've ever heard though no really no no can- no no you yes you the siege of mandalore i have no complaints with that like i agree but like cal you've taken it too literal yeah yeah yeah. i know anyways actually i actually wasn't satisfied with order 66 because i was thinking because like i was like oh well, those were the people on the hologram that anakin killed it would have been kind of cool to see him mowing the jedi down and trying to get to grogu because then they're like oh my god he wanted grogu because pal like maybe because like palpatine told him on a transmission him. yeah yeah but like he's like well he didn't say it in revenge of the sith i'm willing to like there are some things i'm willing to be like okay well maybe he told him on his little plane ride over where he's like save the child it's like or yeah. something like that like i'm willing to like let that because then if i'm seeing anakin mow people down they're like we need to get him out of here get him to Kalorin. that would have been actually cool to see where it's like anakin with um the clones of the 501st riding on like a lat gunship from the senate over to the jedi temple like to see them yes! like, on like a ship like together like you know like we see it frequently like in geonosis where the jedi are on the ship uh gunships with the clones that would have been cool to see it again but then we've it's like only, a kind of a different context for it. Yeah, we've seen more of like the Clone Wars, like when they're like on the gunships with the clones, like, and we saw it in like Attack of the Clones and Revenge of Sith. But I feel like if I saw it again, I would have been like, "Hell yeah!" This is my, every time. Like I like I love like my favorite like trilogy is the original, but like, dude, there's just something about like during the Clone Wars when I'm seeing people on gunships, I'm like, "This is this is my content right here. This is me. This is this is my childhood." Literally. I love seeing them fly down to Geonosis. It's like, Geonosis is like, never gone well whenever they try to invade the planet. <laughs> there, yeah, there are a lot of like current day, like, things that you could like in that. There's too. a lot of, anal- there's an, yeah, there's a lot of analogies you can make to the United States. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of, like, when Star Wars is, George Lucas was very on the nose when he would do things. And, Endor was Vietnam, and I you could yeah, I you can yeah. relate it to a lot of other things, but yeah. Um, I, I, another thing that I thought was kind of silly this episode too was um when Paz Vizsla's child son was taken originally, and they were chasing them on jetpacks, and then like they just ran out of fuel, 
And like they're like, I'm like Mando like crashed into a rock and he's like, I'm out of fuel. I'm like, oh my no god. No kidding, you're out of like I hate the no kidding lines. The no like I'm out of fuel. This is the end of the train. I saved your life. It's like, no kidding. Say something different, like, how are we gonna get to him? Or like a different line. Just a different line where it doesn't where I'm I'm not looking at my TV like no kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not doing a ton for me this season. I think it was funny too, because I saw, I saw there was a line in Star Wars Rebels where uh, Bo-Katan said, I think it was Ezra. She was like, uh, a Mandalorian with a jetpack is a weapon. And then like somebody cut to the Mandalorian where their jetpacks ran out of fuel. And they were like, I can't catch up to him. I'm like, oh, well, that didn't really go so well. Well, they used to be like when he remember when he handed the the, the jetpack to the one guy and he just shot him up into the air. Mm-hmm. That was so <laughs> cool. Yes. And that, now it's just like, we're going to shoot guns into the water. This is your training. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I another thing that I don't know. I loved like I loved I in season one where the other Mandalorians on Navarro were like kind of like sewer rats and they were under the city the whole time and there was just an entire civilization of them under there i was like this is pretty cool and like i don't know they're like hiding in a rock now <laughs> like okay <laughs> i get it because like oh we're hunted by the empire it's like yeah but you chose the worst freaking spot um i wish they were on that like city ring that was uh i wish yeah. we went back to that from the return of the mandalorian in book of boba fett i don't remember what that place is called i think it's duval but I could be wrong. Yeah, um, that would I, be a place in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually in Florida. They're actually in – honestly, they probably are in Florida. Like, because think about it. Dude, they have, like, giant birds coming down and getting them. There are crocodiles coming out of the water. This is, the oh, like, the like thing of, like, if we were ever invaded and people tried to get into um, – like say like a country invades the United States and they try to get to Florida people, they're going to get killed by the wildlife before they get to the people. That's true. It's very true. Like, yeah, they are literally in Florida right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just silly. And um, Oh, sorry. No, you go. Well, I was just going to say like, like I told, I was talking to you about this and I was talking to Drew about this as well, where it's like, I, enjoy the Mandalorian. I've enjoyed the Mandalorian culture. I think I'm getting to the point. I'm like, I, I feel like every other story revolves around Mandalorians in some way or another. Like we, it's turning into the new Skywalker saga. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, here's a Mandalorian here. Mandalorian. It's like they use, it's like, it's kind of cheapening like the Boba Fett effect of it. I'm like, Whoa, who's this guy? It's like, Oh, well he's some dude who's now just like, I am Boba Fett. But I want like I want to go back to the Jedi. Like seeing the Order sixty six, I'm like I love the Force. I love Jedi. I love lightsabers. I want to see more of that. That's why I'm so excited for the Acolyte because it's like High Republic, Sith, Jedi, intrigue. I'm like oh, I want to see that. I'm like I I like Mandalorians, but I'm like hitting the point where I'm like, okay, we've well, seen I think, this. I think also when there's like thirty Mandalorians on the screen at the same time, I'm also kind of like, eh. Like, I like the idea where it's, like, there's, like, only a handful of Mandalorians around the galaxy, but then, like, all of a sudden a ton are just popping up out of the ground out of nowhere. 
like i get it's like trying to like maybe do like a parallelism to like uh the jedi where it's yeah, like they're both say. like extinct like they're both extinct uh religions but i kind of don't want the mandalorians to come back like i think that's like one of the points where it's like mandalore just will never be a culture that can like mandalorians will never be a culture that can strive like they will always just be one of those cultures that just cannot make it off the ground well they're also like and that's the thing with like satine was so good because like she could have kept them but like she died and like you need a new person who's like i like we can't like i know we're a warrior culture but we have to be people of peace like if din darjin and bo katan had a kid and like this kid turns out to be like, oh, a good person. Then the bulk is like, wow, you remind me of your aunt. Yeah, wait, we need to talk about that because like those aren't the only like Mandalorians who wear armor aren't the only yeah, Mandalorians. Mandalorians. Yeah, like we have like the people in like the city of Zandari who like I don't know what I don't know if the Empire bombed. Yeah, I don't know if they bombed like innocent city of people or if they just bombed the city. I mean, but I... this is what's a bummer, dude. Like. Oh my god, if like this season opened up with the Night of a Thousand Tears, I, like easy 10 out of 10, then I'd be like, I'm 100% invested in this show. Because the Night of Again, a Thousand Tears was like one of the coolest things that I saw. Yeah, we we're like, oh, we're going there. But like they've been everywhere. Like the, I, I love seeing Carl Weathers. I will always be happy seeing Carl Weathers, but there was no purpose in going to Navarro. There was zero. Like, I want He IG needs IG-11. All right, okay, so are they going to bring IG-11 back or what? Because, like, if they – if here's the deal. If they don't make – like, as much as I don't want to see it happen, that is such an extraneous plot point to be like, we're going to devote time for him to be like, I want him back. Because Disney's like, we want more money, and Taika Waititi's popular. Different story all in itself. But, like, come. Like, wh- what are we doing right now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I think I'm going to, I said it last week and I'm actually, I'm a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent going to stick to it. Cause I didn't this week. So I was going to watch book, uh, bad batch before Mando. And I watched Mando before I watched bad batch. There is no chance in hell that I'm watching Mando before bad batch this week. I am a hundred percent watch it. Cause I want to know how this season's going to end. Like I, yeah. I am itching to know how it ends. I think Omega gets captured. And that's how it I, ends. I do too. I think something like that will happen. But dude, like, I I'm uh, I'm mad at myself for putting Bad Batch on the back burner, like after Mando, when it's been consistently better, at least in comparison. Yeah, nah, dude, Bad Batch is animated Star Wars, man. I never thought like that. Like this would be like the operating thing of like. I know I'm probably going to get more consistent content out of animated Star Wars than I am out of live action. I've seen more peaks of Star Wars storytelling in animation. And I'll say, obviously, Clone Wars has a ton. You have the previous season of Bad Batch in season one. You have season two of Bad Batch as well. That has some great moments as well. I need to mention, too. Star Wars Visions, there's two episodes that, like, I'm confident saying that those are some of the best told Star Wars stories with um, this, uh, the Sith. What was that one? The Elder. The Elder, and then um, the first one, the duel. the duel. Like, those, like, I stand by those. And you're not even counting, like, Twilight of the Apprentice. And there's some stuff in Rebels That's that is, true, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is Twin this Sons is, is great. Yes, dude, like. And, like, Andor's been great. There's been peaks in live action with Mando. And in Andor, yeah. 
And there's like parts of Obi-Wan, like the ending where they see Vader, but like, ooh, I'm not going to touch that with a 10, I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole just because like that. Yeah, the only the show the only useful episode of kenobi was the last episode in my opinion <laughs> yeah and it's unfortunate because i love it and i want more kenobi but you yeah. have to make it make sense and it didn't make sense after a while no it didn't but we have celebration coming up so yeah we do that's in two weeks three weeks two weeks wow hold on hold on hold on yeah two weeks Two weeks, and we're going to hear about the Star Wars movies that are... We didn't even talk about the Star Wars movies that is in shambles, we, right? Yeah, we they can pull, get that at a later date. I know you got to get going here at some point. Yeah. I also have to pee um, really bad. Yeah, because you slammed a coffee during the recording. Yes, I did. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, so I guess this week's episode, what would you... I, I know that we're trying to avoid, like, ratings out of 10, but... Might as well just fully go for it. What would you give it out of ten? A six. I give it like a six and a half. Yeah, six. I mean, I listen. Six man, and a half Ahmed to a seven best. range. I'm happy for Ahmed Best Man. That guy deserves. He he deserves his moment in the sun. Yeah, I mean his like his scene in like Order sixty six carried the episode in my opinion. Yes, it did because Mandalorian's climbing up a rock wall. To yeah. fight some giant birds. Yeah. And this kid's somehow still alive after a day in the stomach of a dragon. Last thing we need to talk about also, actually. Are we going to ignore that Bo-Katan is with, working with Paz Vizsla when she was working with Pre Vizsla as well? And like, they're not going to like focus on like a story beat of that? How are, how are Paz and Pre Vizsla related? I don't they're not brothers. I want to say he's like a nephew or something of him. Probably. It's not his dad. No, 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 it's not. I feel like they got to be brothers because I feel like Paz Vizzle's an old dude. Um, I'm He's an older dude. Room. Like he's, I want to, like whenever I think of Paz Vizzle out of armor, I just think of John Favreau. Um, Paz Vizsla. What is the relationship between... No, no, that's not what I wanted. That's Bo-Katan and... I guess I can't figure it out. I can't find it out entirely. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I there's... They're Vizlas, so there's got to be some relationship. I mean, you can't just like give someone the same last name and then not have them be related. Especially in Star Wars. That doesn't yeah. make... You can't do that. But I don't know. I mean, I'd give it like a six and a half, maybe like a seven out of 10 if I'm feeling generous. Um, Cause yeah. I don't, I hate being a hater, but I mean, like I, Some. I will always, here's what I'll say. I still love star Wars. Even like this season is driving me up a wall. Like I will always try to defend star Wars, even when it's like at its worst. Um, it's, it's mind boggling just how much it's bothering me. But like the sequels, I hate that everyone rips on them. I will defend them. And then, I mean, we're the only ones who are ripping on the Mandalorian right now. But, like, I'll still be like, look, I mean, the people who are working on the show, like, there's things about it that are good. Like, the visual is phenomenal. The sound design, perfect. But, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know you got to get rolling. um, But, yeah, we'll see you guys with Last of Us coming up, John McForce coming up, Bad Batch Season 2 series review. And then some other things that are rolling out predictions for Star Wars Celebration and yada, yada, yada. Hopefully Mando gets better.
fingers crossed. Um, we will talk to you guys later, though. Bye. Bye-bye.